Hello. Hello. Good evening, sir. Today we are in conversation. Good evening. Today we are in conversation with Mr. Ashok Pera. He is a wonderful person, an engineer, and a very talented photographer who captures the best that you can imagine. The wildlife that he captures onto his camera lens is amazing to look at and is a treat for everyone. When you look at his work. you can imagine with what intensity um uh, he would have taken out those photographs with what complexities and the kind of talent and passion altogether so today we're going to talk to him about a few things that he's passionate about and things that he would like to share with our listeners we are at voice plug at voice plug we believe in the eclectic approach to life So today sir I'd like to ask you exactly what is it that influences you to start taking pictures and that also wildlife um it's very difficult to capture and it takes a lot of patience to sit and you know look at nature and then capture something in the spur of the moment something beautiful so what is it and what is the story behind your passion of uh, photographing the tiger specifically i've seen a lot of work with you photographing the tiger so could you please tell us something about it thank you so much and uh, first of all thanks a lot for uh, inviting me as a guest it's my privilege and honor uh, to be part of this show so coming back to your question as to exactly what really kicks me doing what i do uh, on photography so it's very interesting actually in the sense uh, i have uh, been in a boarding school right uh, from my childhood when i was in class 4 so i was very naughty so my father put me into a boarding school and that is where the whole uh, story starts right so being in okay. a boarding school uh, staying in a hostel oh uh, you have a very you have a very disciplined life so yes. one of the things that was there on a saturday evening you know you used to have your hobbies right yes. so there are various kinds of hobby one used to pick like clay modeling or fine oh, arts or yes. gardening yes. or uh, aero modeling oh wow uh, there are number of uh, uh, avenues that were available to pursue one's uh, yes. uh, hobby so yes. i had picked up that kind of time uh, as a photography as my hobby wow. because i was always inclined to uh, take photographs that kind of time okay so uh in fact those days i'm talking of late 70s uh i mean there was no digital camera or yes. dslr or the mirrorless yes. cameras right yes. it was all these good old cameras where you yes. used to have these film rolls yes. and uh, uh the maximum you can take is maybe a 36 exposure roll yes. and you are very choosy you know what you really want to click and what you don't because if you yes. lose uh and if you are little uh i would say uh, not a uh, uh, good choice to uh, uh, shoot uh, what you like then yeah. you may be wasting that exposure right Correct. so we used to be very choosy so we used to yeah. go around the school uh, maybe uh, sometimes uh, uh, you cover those uh, uh, nature uh, in its like it's a, it's a big huge area uh, yeah. uh, that we had and uh, then or any school day function and other things and we used to come back to the dark room you know to yeah. develop your yeah. Uh, yeah. uh that is a traditional yeah. way of doing it the uh, the dark Perhaps. room 
Yes. Absolutely. Yes. yes. So you really don't know, like these days, you know, you get to see with your digital camera what picture you have taken, and then yes. make sure you are able to correct that. But there, Correct. you are absolutely, you are not sure what you have taken until you Correct. come to the dark room and uh, process your uh, yes. role, right? Yes. Yes. So that is where the uh, uh, my passion for photography started. Yes. And coming back to the wildlife part, how I started again being in the photographic uh, club there. Yes. Uh, every vacation before the vacation, our school used to organize uh, uh, because I was studying in Raipur. Okay. And uh, Bandhavgarh and Kanha National Parks were very yes. close by. Beautiful. So, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're one of the beautiful uh, forests that I have visited. Yes. So we used to go and uh, maybe five day, four day trips. Uh, there sometimes weekend trips. Quite often we used to go and uh, be yes. amongst the wild. Yes. So I used to see those, you know, uh, uh, various species like uh, tigers or yes. leopards or foxes or yes. maybe a common some beautiful birds, right? Yes. Yes. So it had always always fascinated me. Yes. So I used to carry my camera at that point of time too. Uh, and uh, shoot those uh, things. Yeah. And uh, then, of course, when I uh, became came back, did my gra- graduation, then into profession, then I took it up a bit seriously yeah. and pursued it as uh, as my hobby. I think. See, as recently you've just uh, put up a picture of uh, Indian fox. and it looks amazing i've i've just seen it some time back and it's amazing and also the photographs that you've taken of uh, arrowhead and the ambiance that uh, you've captured in it and also the expressions of the tiger that have come to light you know uh, are amazing to if the the person who looks at them so uh, i would definitely say that um, you are um, a wonderful wildlife photographer i'm sure that uh, you know you would have uh, some kind of thing that you would have thought in your mind uh, what do you want to say uh, with your uh, you know photographs what is it that you would uh, saying to the people when you photograph something and you put it up for people to see so what is it that you're trying to say through those photographs and how do you actually get your photographs to do that okay good question uh, yes uh, i always believe you know a photograph uh, uh, speaks A thousand words. Yes. And there's a story behind every photograph, right? Yes. And I'm only a medium yes. uh, through which I try to uh, portray that story back to my uh, audience, right? Yes. So that is how it is. Correct. And how you actually need to photo uh, actually get my photographs to do that? Yes. Uh, I mean, it's 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 a it's a, I mean, uh, there's a lot of uh, preparation planning that needs to go in. Yes. Uh, before every trip, what I make to the parks or the national parks or the jungles or whatever yes. you call. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I do a thorough research on what kind of species are available in those things. Okay. What are those typical animal behaviors? Yes. Uh, how do they respond? I mean, uh, what are their uh, activity time? You know, whether Correct. they are more active in the morning or the Correct. evenings or the night. Correct. So you need to have a lot of. Uh, Uh, uh knowledge about uh, what you are doing and specifically exactly. behavior right exactly so and uh, wildlife thing wildlife you need unless you are prepared you cannot capture the moment because it exactly. only comes exactly once and if you miss it the shot is gone yes right? yes so not only that uh, even what is important is the team that is with you specifically the drivers and the guides yes uh, who are with you 
correct uh, and uh, then it to be knowledgeable because yeah. we are the locals there then correct. Uh, they know more than what we do correct and uh, again you know uh, getting to know the behavior right correct. and then there are hundreds of vehicles uh, this as you know you venture into any parks you know there are at least 20 or 30 vehicles now yeah. how do you anticipate a movement that is correct. very key you know correct. i mean correct. there may be uh one tiger that's in the uh, on the road and there are 15 right. vehicles uh yeah. surrounding it you know not yeah. surrounding it uh, in the front and and, uh, and the back, right yeah. so sometimes what we do is we we quietly uh, take a different route and see where the tiger may uh, take a turn and uh, keep mm-hmm. up uh, be patiently wait for him to react right yeah. so more often than not because of their behavioral because the drivers and the guides know where exactly their route is Correct. So uh, we take uh, we depend on that, and uh, if we have the luck, we get mm-hmm. those chance and uh, yeah. try to take as differently as possible uh, uh, those photographs. So this is uh, there's a lot of planning, I would say. Yeah. And uh, of course, wildlife is something uh, uh, your luck. Where maybe you may be doing six, eight, ten safaris, but yeah. uh, some days you go totally dry, right? Correct. And uh, but. but one moment can come in one day which which will make up true. for all that you have lost right true, true. even true. even one two minutes is good yes. enough for us yes and i think i think some for hours yes some yeah. of the photographs are amazing and one i remember very well is where then you had the cubs and the mom together and they were on the road i mean it almost looked as if they're trying to hitch a ride and i think i'd sent a i'd sent a message uh, saying so when i saw that picture it was just it looked as if you know they were one uh, with um, the urban people wanting to reach out to man trying to say something to us you know they were on the road yeah yeah there was a wonderful yeah, picture absolutely. That was a wonderful yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That was in Tadova, I believe. So yes. uh, that was a very memorable sighting, I would say that. Yes. And uh, again, as I said, uh, we were running dry yes. for three, four safaris. Yes. And when we came came on, uh, uh, we we saw first one tiger, yes. and uh, then another. Yes. Then their mom came, and their dad dad came. Yeah. Uh, so there. I mean, uh, they were all you know together. Correct. And we were actually tiger locked. Uh, we were two jeeps. We were tiger locked for one hour. Oh my! Do anything except for clicking the photographs. Correct. So that was one of the memorable yes. experiences that I had so yes. far. I remember because as soon as you said this, it came to my mind when when you talked about the tigers being uh, you know ahead of you and then vans being there and you know vehicles being all around surrounding the tigers. Right. And this was one of the right. that I right. remembered. Okay, my next right. uh, my next thing that I want to know is. uh how did you get from being an engineer to being a photographer who loves to shoot the tigers uh with your lens and uh, i think uh it's taken you to another uh, like a like a detour into your career path if i if i could say so oh well, actually i'm still a engineering my profession i'm a yes. professional yes. so i pursue that as my main career yes path Yes, but uh, photography, specifically wildlife photography and tiger photography, is part of my hobby and my passion. Yes. So I have developed that because uh, I mean these days, you know, I mean uh, uh, so much uh, work pressure, you know. Correct. It gives me a, a good opportunity when go I go back to the nature. Correct. Uh, to really distress, you know. Yes. And. Uh, 
rewind and come back uh, absolutely fully recharged to perform okay. on your job so yes. this is purely my passion i would say that yes and uh, i love getting into the going into the nature mm-hmm. again yes. and again yes. and uh, getting the morning uh, oxygen you know yes uh, uh which is pure oxygen correct and uh, that is what kicks me you know correct and uh, yes uh, i would say that what uh, so i would so i would suggest to everyone out there who is interested in photography and has a immense passion for uh, wildlife and nature to go out there even if you're pursuing as a career some other profession it's uh, the right time there is there is no particular time the right time is now and it's it's time instead of squandering your time just you know uh, fretting over something uh, take your mind off your work and uh, just indulge yourself as uh, mr shok is doing i think he's doing a fabulous job and i really uh, believe that he really resonates as a person he resonates the eclectic approach of voice plug and i couldn't help myself from taking this interview and he's so generous to have given us his time i know he's been very busy and despite his busy schedule we were have couple of times where we had to reschedule this uh, interview but i'm so glad that we are doing it uh, my next question is what uh, technology software camera gear uh, do you use now because i remember that you te- told me in the beginning that it was just those rolls that were there and we had to get into the uh, you know into the dark room to know what it was so um, now that the technology has changed so what are you using and uh, you know um, do you use uh, this uh, new technology in, in in a more innovative way and how do you go about uh, what do you do i mean what is it that works for you as a photographer yeah yeah absolutely i mean those days and today uh, the generation of cameras that has come out has undergone a drastic change right and yes. in fact it's a evolving technology correct uh, then you used to have a digital cameras then you had uh, point and shoot then you okay. had dslrs then yeah. you have now mirrorless cameras right yeah. every day changes i mean yeah. uh, the technology changes yeah. so you have to be up to speed i mean okay. you of course uh, uh, cameras being expensive gear you cannot yeah. uh, drop it like a hat so okay. you have to be very choosy what what you want to uh, which camera need, you need to choose yeah. and for what purpose and uh, uh, what objective right Yeah. So uh, I I normally have uh, been uh, using the camera gears, uh, Canon camera gears. Okay. Uh, from day one. Okay. So uh, I have quite a few cameras, maybe four or five cameras that okay. I carry with myself. Yes. And uh, depending on the need or the requirement, you know, on the field, mm-hmm. I choose to. Uh, take up or pick up a particular camera and uh, start shooting there right right, right. so then uh, again you know uh, <coughs> because we shoot raw uh, yes and yes. Uh, so it uh, the uh, the raw files needs to be processed correct so correct. so what we do is when we come back to your room you know yes. you don't have those dark rooms but yes your laptops and the uh, soft there are multiple softwares like maybe canon they have their own software yeah. then uh, nikon yeah nikon they have their own software so right. similar they have it okay. but i prefer doing on an adobe platform either lightroom or the okay. uh, adobe photoshop Correct. but again uh, 90% of the work needs to be done on the field okay and that uh, 10% is what when you come back to your uh, uh room and uh, edit those photographs uh, and uh, 
then uh, get the final output right, right, right. so uh, so that that is what i use this right. so my now my next question is i'd like to tell my listeners that if you're getting into this as a hobby it's an expensive hobby so you have to as um, mr shok has said to us that you need to be very choosy and picky about the cameras that you're going to do a lot of research before you actually get into buying something and yes uh, also you need to understand uh, that you're going to continue this so it, uh, something need to motivate you to do it so uh, i'd like to ask you the, that what motivates you to continue taking pictures i mean just um how pa- we know your passions are immense for wildlife and you taking pictures so uh, do you uh, remu- find some kind of a, uh, you know remuneration coming out of it or is it only just that you take it for passion or do you also kind of uh, look at it as you know getting some kind of uh, output in terms of uh, money or monetary aspect too no absolutely it's not a monetary aspect it's as i said it's pure passion okay and uh, <laughs> not only me uh, so my wife also uh, pursues wildlife photography she is also accomplished enough wow. so we as a couple we always like to go back to the uh, forest or the Correct. parks Correct. and uh, each visit is different yes each picture is different because uh, i mean wildlife uh, 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 it is a very i mean uh, Uh, i would say it presents in different uh, forms you know every time you visit a park right correct so so being amongst the nature as i said you know mm-hmm. uh, being there discussing as i said earlier yeah uh, is what motivates us to go to the, this uh, uh, places and of course uh, uh, you you get to meet a lot of people you know when you uh, go to different places correct so, so now so i those are I understand that uh, you were just telling me some days earlier that your wife is gone on a shoot right now uh, yes. as she is also a accomplished photographer so I wanted to know from you like uh, are there any particular photographs that she's clicked that's influenced you and uh, how have they influenced your thinking of photography of any other person per se uh, what kind of uh, you know impression does that leave in on your mind uh, when you think of the part of this uh, creating it as a craft okay. good question see yeah. no matter how much we click you know yes uh, we are we are never satisfied you know and yes. we never like the photographs correct so it's only uh, when the audience reaches they say that oh this is this is a marvelous picture or something then we realize okay there must be something you know when the uh, somebody else is telling you then it must be something right correct. so there are a lot of photographers who have influenced or who i like to follow yeah uh, primarily being uh, uh like a name of you uh, david yaro he is a british national i okay. mean uh, he is he is uh, not only wildlife he was into sports uh fashion as well okay. and uh, he is uh, i mean uh, uh, if you recollect uh, uh, when diego mahika had covered the yes. the 1986 football world cup also right Correct. diego maradona holding that yes. uh, uh, cup right so yes that was, was an epic picture yes yeah so uh, and uh, his perspective you know in wildlife photography specific, specifically right capturing okay. shots yeah uh, the look up at the animal from the ground so he uses okay. the uh, remote technique you know where you you okay. place the camera on the ground the animal yeah. comes 
near yeah. to it and he takes Correct. it from the remote uh, so that gives you a totally different perspective altogether right yeah. so and mostly he deals with uh, uh, monochrome uh, yeah. i've seen most of his images majority of his images are monochrome so okay. that again gives you a different perspective right okay uh, then <coughs> there are other indians you know yeah uh, who are very uh, uh, good good you know and who has influenced me was uh, the work of mr thomas vijayan although he is an indian he is in canada okay then uh, shivang mehta okay uh, i mean uh, he is a very accomplished photographer yes and uh, the best work he does is on the camera traps oh. uh, because you leave those camera traps in the uh, trails in a jungle okay and uh, and uh, again you only to study the human uh, sorry animal behavior yes and uh, so you get to see specifically the nocturnal part of the uh, 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 life you know uh, nocturnal yes. life i uh, think I mean, even some... i think even at the tiger reserves uh, there are many officials um, that keep these uh, camera traps to also track the behavior or probably during the mating season also they keep these to check out uh, how uh, things are going so that uh, you know if everything is fine and also to keep an eye on the tigers because there sometimes yeah. there are incidents of poaching also so absolutely absolutely so yeah. uh, inside inside the uh, forest uh specifically the protected areas yeah uh it is the forest department who does it yes okay yes and uh but outside the forest area you know there are uh, which is not uh, in the although they are protected but uh, uh you some some parts you have the liberty to set up your own camera traps and uh, okay. do this stuff okay <coughs> then uh, uh one of the young photographers i like it from india again is sajan his work on uh, melanistic uh, leopards specifically yes, yes. that from kabini uh, okay. uh, the black leopard in kabini yes uh, i mean he has been photographing them for years and uh, there are some fantastic images uh, not only that you know tigers and all he, he does a real good work so yes so these are few of the photographers whose work i like okay so um now i'd like to um ask an, uh, another question uh, which i think uh, what would be the the tips that you would give youngsters you were talking about a young photographer so supposing if there are people who like to enter into this as a hobby as or as a profession you could uh, guide people into it so what would be your uh, take on it what tips would you give them okay uh so if you want to take photography as a uh, profession uh i would say that uh, you should not uh, put your hands unless you really uh, start doing it right now right yes so there are various genres of photography wild okay. is one yes. wedding is another then yes. then you have uh, wedding photography you have uh, portrait photography you have uh, landscape photography yes. you have food photography you have yes. astro photography so there is a various genres of photo, for, for yeah. photography that you need to you have a choice for right yeah, and again uh what you really want to do uh depends on your liking what right. you like most right and uh i would not say that uh, you can pick up any basic camera right for the youngsters don't have to different uh, you know Correct. every camera is good so Correct. you can actually start it from a backyard itself right oh, right, uh, right, these, right these small birds that are sitting behind or once you walk once once you uh, get into the street take street photography Correct. or if you visit a monument right those 
start that yeah do your studies start that right yes. take it as a hobby so right. once you have your professional career path clearly defined yes then take it to the next level correct and then slowly and steadily once again actually you will understand you know which genre of photography uh, suits you best or you love most and where you can develop your passion correct and then you take the next step you know whether you want yes. to really pursue it as a career or not that really depends of course these days there are a lot of opportunities unlike earlier days to yes. be a pure professional photographer and yes. uh, but it's a struggle initially yes. so once once you uh, really master it and accomplish it then it really starts uh, benefiting you monetarily so yeah and i really liked i really liked uh, your mantra you said that you know it takes you away uh, from the stress of your work your normal uh, work that you do and uh, yes uh, it's uh, it keeps you agile keeps you it's it's an amazing way to live a life i think it's uh, a lifestyle that you uh, live that is a really positive uh, thing that anyone looking at your life can learn from and the elements that you make that perfectly fit i think uh, husband and wife uh, going to uh, going going out into the wild and then clicking photographs having the similar passions a perfect eclectic approach uh, to learning differently about life and i think i wish you all the best you and your wife for the great job that you're doing and i hope that um, this interview goes places and people listen to it and very many people come approach you uh, to take photos for their magazines and also uh, i i do wish that uh, you also contribute uh, to probably some uh, organization wherein you know this work of yours uh, goes places because right now people youngsters people who are in the mid ages and the people who are old they all need to know that you know the earth is something that we cannot uh, you know kind of uh, make it's there we need to cherish it and we need to live a life we can save everything for the future generations so you're doing a wonderful job in you know capturing all this uh, beautiful innocence of uh, nature so i wish you all the best and your wife as well i hope to get a conversation with her sometime so thank you so much sir for this time and we at voice plug uh, we tell everybody that you must go uh, to um, his a uh, page where he has many photographs he's taken many photographs appreciate them uh, you could give us um, you could tell us where they can get it so so that they can uh, look at your work rantambore um, national reserve is one of those with this a private uh, you know group that we have but definitely i think uh, if you search for him on facebook you'll find him and he's got these wonderful pictures there you can go and have a look and enjoy it i'm sure yeah and- and people can follow me on instagram at ashok.behra5 so mm-hmm. that is what my handle is for the yes. instagram account yes please and go thanks there a lot. yes thanks thanks a lot genevieve yes and uh, it was indeed a great great pleasure talking to you yes and uh, sharing my experiences yes hope you enjoyed it thank you so much thank you i'm sure our listeners will also enjoy it thoroughly and will definitely go to your instagram handle thank you so much sir. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.